Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again, representing Cryptonomic Council and New Money Matrix Podcast. How we doing out there, family? Um, got an early rising update coming in from uh, the Pundi X team. Just uh, running over a couple of things that we may not have known. A um, little bit of news, a little bit of chart analysis. Uh, the first story that I'm going to be bringing you is actually off of the blog page of the actual Pundi X website. And it's an interesting story that I definitely, definitely wanted to share with those who are invested, thinking of investing. Um, will invest or those just curious about what's going on with the team. This was released uh, actually February 4th and it is entitled 2019 the year of compliance. Let me see it goes on to say it's uh, 2019 going to be a bear year or a bull year for cryptocurrencies. I'll leave the prognostic up to the crystal ball gazers but what I can say with certainty is that 2019 is going to be a year of more aggressive regulatory development governing crypto and increased scrutiny of crypto-related businesses. And somewhat related to this, there will, of course, be increased vigor on the part of scammers and hackers. Hold on, family. Give me one second before I continue. Let me set this on. That way I don't have any um, unexpected interruptions there we go okay while i generally endeavor to avoid conflating cryptocurrency with this underlying technology the blockchain they are connected at the hip and at least part of the burden of ensuring a sustainable and healthy future for cryptocurrencies is going to fall on blockchain developers i believe that an even greater burden falls on exchanges but that's a topic for another day and while blockchain developers pride themselves on staying a step ahead in technolog technological development, it's now going to be equally important for them to stay a step ahead of regulatory development. The healthier that is more focused on compliance and ecosystem, the better it is for everyone, the consumer, the investor, the solution providers, and government regulators. The challenges are compounded by the fact that the regulatory environment is anything but uniform globally and it is in a constant state of flux. There isn't even a generally accepted definition of what cryptocurrency is. A virtual asset, a currency, a security, a utility token. My sense of speaking with government regulatory from various jurisdictions is that they are sincerely trying to balance the interests of consumers with the desire to encourage technological innovation. The blockchain promises and is delivering on a number of fronts that governments in general recognize as beneficial. These include financial inclusion, additional financing channels for entrepreneurs, optimizing land registries, use of smart contracts to address corruption, and improving health care delivery, and the list goes on. At the same time, scams abound, with some research claiming over 90% of ICOs are fraudulent. The hacking of exchanges and wallet is pernicious and pervasive. So, with the regulatory environment being a moving target, what's a startup company committed to compliance to do? Let me share with you some recent things we've done at PundiX. Do we want our tokens to be classified as a security? Every company has to consider whether it's worth the administrative burden and cost of complying with various regulatory frameworks governing securities. For us, we've determined that the answer at this point in time is no. But some jurisdictions, for example, Malaysia, don't seem to be moving in the direction of giving us a choice. 
Lim Guan Ng, the Malaysian Minister of Finance, recently confirmed the government's intention to treat all digital currencies and tokens as securities under re the regulation of the Securities Commission of, Mala of Malaysia. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, which many other go governments look for guidance, has made the situation even more complicated. When is a token a security? The SEC Director William Hen Henman has indicated that the term security is not static and is not strictly adhered to the instrument. Meaning, what is a utility token today might become a security token tomorrow and the other way around. The chairman of the SEC, Jay Clayton, said, I believe every ICO I've seen is a security. And everyone everywhere listens to the SEC because it's reached to go beyond the U.S. borders. For example, Kik, a Canadian messaging app company, is planning to take on the SEC, which is considering an action against Kik for its 2017 ICO contending it was an unregistered securities offering. There are a dozen such cases pending before the SEC. So, is it any wonder that the non-U.S. ICOs prohibit the participation of U.S. citizens or residents? Companies also need to consider the possible regulatory consequences of re permitting U.S. citizens to participate in other crypto-related activity like swaps or staking. The same restrictions are also often imposed on citizens and residents of Malaysia and People's Republic of China, also due to their stance on cryptocurrencies. Likewise, many non-U.S. exchanges also shy away from uh, citizens of crypto-restrictive countries for fear that the regulatory agencies will attempt to take action against them. Staying ahead of regulatory curve and complete our obligations to the holders. So what's a crypto-related company to do? We've thought long and hard about this at PoonDX. Given that the SEC has no computation, compunction, excuse me, about looking back in time, we are making every effort to remove any attributes of a security from our NPXS tokens. While we do not believe that our unlocked token program constituted a return on investment and attribute associated with securities, we have determined that it would be prudent for us to accelerate our unlocked token program and thus complete our obligation to holders of the NPXS tokens under the sales agreement of header schedule. And for those that don't really mean what they're talking about right there, they're basically saying that if you bought Pundi X tokens with the expectation of making a return on your initial investment, then that token could be looked at as a security. Now, if you're buying the Pundi X token in the sense that you are expecting to use it in some sort of rewards programs or, you know, one of the other capabilities that it is made to be used for, then it may be outside the realm of a security tokens. But just to make sure they can stay away from any type of connection, they're like, we're just going to push them all out and get them all out there. That way there's that, you know what I'm saying? Because if they kept it going for the next three years there's no telling where exactly um you know what i mean where it could have went as far as them coming and clamping down trying to label it as such so they're like we're just going to do away with it and not even have to worry about i mean i'm not going to say not have to worry about it because the sec can always come and try to um you know get at them, I guess, for something previously done. I don't know, but they're trying to avoid that. So, Details of the Accelerated Unlock token will be released in a separate announcement. A number of exchanges have also voiced their concerns about airdrops, and many are considering stopping airdrop support. You should definitely check that out and make sure it's not the exchange that you're utilizing. Also, to stay ahead of a regulatory curve, 
Pundi X will be implementing a more robust KYC process for our X wallet. Pay attention, XPass and XPOS family. So these are the things that we have to be um, up on top of as far as us utilizing such platforms, especially for those that are trying to stay more so public and anonymous. Um, when you have KYC being implemented, which is know your client, then it comes with an amount of... Now, I'm not going to say invasion of that privacy, but they definitely want to know who you are and within which jurisdiction you represent, meaning a first and last name as well as a identification number being um, a state identification number or more so your ID licensing number, passport number, those of the sort. Um, so Pundi X started and remains a community-centric project, and we believe that an enhanced KYC process is a prudent step to help better protect our community. Because of the rapidly changing regulatory environment, it is essential for crypto-related companies to maintain an open channel of communications with government agencies and influencers. This is a win-win approach. It allows the government to understand firsthand what the industry needs to flourish, and at the same time, it enables companies to stay abreast of regulatory developments and avoid missteps and misunderstandings. Emphasizing security and decentralization. In terms of improving security, we at Pundi X work to leverage the strength of traditional app technology. So, for example, instituting two-factor authentication and making our code more robust is in line with our objective to improve security. We have also received suggestions to householders, MPXS and MPXS XEM in a more decentralized manner. What this means in practice is enabling holders to use their own ERC-20 and NEM wallets for which they hold the private key, while performing our upcoming optional stake for FX coin. This will be a new option in addition to transferring MPXS, MPXS, XEM onto XWallet. We are listening to the community and our tech team is working hard to enable the private wallet option before March 10th. The day of this optional staking process, take, uh, the day of this optional staking process kicking off, uh, which is March 10th, excuse me, we will do this by having holders register their own ERC-20 or NEM wallet public address in XWallet so that we can properly track the holdings of MPXS, MPXS, XEM in those wallets to enable decentralized staking. Um, summary. Ongoing and open communities, communications with regulatory and monetary authorities and jurisdictions where we operate. In jurisdictions that are supportive, we will accelerate deployment. In jurisdictions that consider our operations to be non-compliant, we will exit the market. Total unlock will be accelerated. Announcement and details will be released on February 11th, 2019. We plan to start the acceleration token program in March of 2019, and the distribution will be made in April 2019. The remaining token unlock will be completed before the end of Q3 of 2019. Um, and I actually covered this story previous to me doing this actual uh, covering of this one. So if you look back in the last video or listen to the last podcast or the, the Maybe the podcast before the last, last podcast, I covered the Unlock uh, token program and how they accelerated it. Um, so more compliant processes, KYC process across our products will be strengthened, for example, by requiring more verifiable information before approval. Um, more secure products, for example, by enabling two-factor two authentication for X wallet and plan to implement decentralized staking. 2019 is certain to be a year of significant developments in the blockchain space. We at PundiX are incredibly excited about the potential of Function X blockchain. At the same time, our commitment to compliance has never been stronger, and we are following and hopefully through our conduct, influencing the regulatory development in a positive way. Regards, David Benkei, Chief Legal Officer of uh, Pundi X. So definitely, definitely 
information that we all need to be privy of, especially those that expect to invest in or hold the Pundi X token for whatever reason they're holding it for. Um, I don't know if we can use the word invest as loosely as we once could, seeing with the amount of regulatory framework coming in. Um, now, interestingly enough, for those, that, like I said, that wish to remain anonymous and public, um, I don't know if Pundi X, let me not say that. Let's wait to see how they implement the KYC system, and it may only target uh, the merchant individuals and not so much those that are just utilizing the wallet to hold tokens in. So I guess we'll, we'll kick back and see exactly how that um, goes. Um, moving right along, we have another story. Hold on. There we go. So... Um, our second story has to do with price action. Um, for those that are trading it, uh, PundiX and MPXS trend above the medium 200-day uh, moving average um, line. The uptrend is signal. This was released today, uh, a couple hours ago, actually, by Azim. Let me see. Azim M. Who is this? Seems, seems, uh, seems to look like a brother. Let's see who this is. Aziz M. Okay, it is. Aziz Mustafa is a technical analyst, has many years of trading experience in the stock exchange and the crypto markets. He has broad experience in forex trading, coaching, and funds managing. Aside from trading, Aziz's interests are literature, good music, and keeping in shape. Okay. Let me see what else this brother has to share with us. I might have to share, follow this brother. Technical V-chain. All right, all right, all right. Let's get, let's get into uh, the story. Now, I also want to, let me pull up the chart myself. So I can see Pundi X on my own and add a uh, moving average in there, 200 day moving average, see exactly where we're at. Now, one that, well, I already possibly know he's probably utilizing the uh, Pundi X versus Bitcoin chart. I want to see how it looks on the Ethereum chart. So let's see, let's look at MPXS. Let's look at it versus Bitcoin first on Binance. Let's look at a daily and let's see. What we're going to do is let's go to add, let's go to moving average. Oh, hold on, let me see what I got down here. We can do with the EMAs for now. Let's add a moving average in here. Let's go in now and place this moving average. Let's see where it is. Let's see what they got placed at. Inputs. Oh, okay, so it's at the 200-day moving average. Hmm, I wonder what chart that brother's looking at it with then. Let's go to a four-hour. Okay, so when we look at a four-hour chart, we do appear to be... That's got to be what he's looking at. Let's get into the story and see exactly how he's looking at it. Let me see, this is, okay, this is versus the U.S. dollar. Okay, this is versus the U.S. dollar. Let's see the difference. Let's see, MPXS, U.S. dollar. Mm. Yeah, so it's got to be the four-hour chart, what he's looking at. Yeah, that's clearly the four-hour. All right, so let's go ahead and get on with the story anyways. 
Let me see. Highlights. For the past three weeks, Pundi X markets trend over the medium-term 200-day moving average line. This indicates... I don't know what he's looking at it with. This indicates sign of a possible bull run. Let me see. So what we're looking at. MPXS USD market key levels. Resistance levels at 0 .008, 0 .001, and 0 .0012. Support levels at 0 .00055, 0 .0005, and 0 .00045. In late January, the market took across. What is he looking at it with, though? Pundi X calculated 240. It doesn't say what um what time frame he's utilizing. 12:26 and 9. That's our resistance level. That's our support level. Let's see. In late January, the market took across above the 200-day moving average line in yellow. Ever since the market, the price has remained floating atop the yellow line. Um, or the 200-day moving average. Though the buying pressure is slowly rising, for MPXS, however, the medium-term uptrend is signaled. But before now, Pundi X witnessed an enormous fall in December 2018 from 0.0018 of a dollar high to 0.0004 of a dollar low, where the slow rise begins. It is currently trading at 0.0007 price level. The bullish confirmation is revealed on the four hours MACD now oscillating at the positive... Uh, at the positive area. Okay, so yeah, he's utilizing the four-hour chart. For the bull, the ongoing movement is targeted at 0 .0008 resistance. There, a retracement is likely to make a bottom at 0 .006 before the rally continues. If retracement failed, 0 .001 of a dollar and 0 .0012 are the nearest resistance levels. The bear's major wave is the 0 .004 support. The, st the stochastics. Stochastics uh, RSI is close to the overbought zone. The buyers might be exhausted. Now, MPXS versus BTC market. PundiX has drastically lost about 400% since, since it was listed in June of 2018. Wow. Um, on the Binance exchange. Dropping from 152 Satoshis to 10 Satoshis. Having said this, 2019 might be promising for the token if trade volume keeps increasing. Only the future will tell. Right now, they're looking at it. Your support level is at 16 sats, and your resistance level is at 20 sats. Let's see where I got it posted at. They got 16 and 20. What do I have here on my, um, let's see, MPXS. Let me see. What do I got it on Bitcoin? If I got it on, I got 16 and 20. I got 16 and 20. He has 22. Okay, so we brought it up to this top wick right here, which I can see why he did that. I can see why he uh, utilized that. But I got 16 to 20. And I think I based mine off of the weekly charts. Let me see if I did. Let me see if I'm correct. Yeah, I did. I based mine off the weekly. So, And I, I, I played it off of the uh, body closings instead of the wicks. Let me see. Looking at the divergence on the MACD, which is uh, this right here, down here, which is moving average convergence divergence. Um, looking at the difference, the, the divergence or the difference between of the MACD, the signal seems negative moving downward despite breaking up on the 200-day moving average line in yellow. The oscillator signal is common for a bearish move. It is too early to conclude that now because the incline still holds, though. 22 sat remains a strong resistance. A breakup will confirm the ongoing rally, but if price, bounce, if price bounces low, the bear, would found a, the bear will find a bottom at 16 Satoshis. As it appears on the, on the stochastic, RSI, the buying momentum is losing control. A potential sell is uh, signaled. 
Okay, so they're stating that a possible sell-off, as indicated, because what you're seeing is a uh, a what the, what one would call is bearish divergence on the MACD. Let's see if we can go see it. Let's look at this on a four-hour chart. Okay, so let's smash this up. This is versus Bitcoin. Let me open this up a little bit. Okay, so what are we looking at here? Where are we trading at? We're trading it right there. Now I can't tell you this. When we look at this, let me see. Hmm. Let's see. It's a couple different ways to look at this. Let me see. Let's look at this MACD. Oh, I want to blow up. Hmm. Something seems to be. Ah, okay. That's why I clicked on. Uh, accidentally clicked on the paintbrush. Let me get off of that. There we go. Now, let's see. Um, and for those that are listening in on the podcast or will listen in, what I'm looking for is bearish or bullish divergence on the MACD. So let's see. What do we have here? This is what I do see, right? Oh, there goes another one. We just knocked down another uh, uh, negative momentum on the MACD. Just hit as I'm drawing the uh, the uh, trend line of the MACD. Let's see. Now let's see. I pulled that from here. Okay, so I don't see any difference there. Let's see. What I'm looking for is a is a a, a bearish divergence. So whereas, let's just say from here. To here, we have an uptrend, but we will be looking for then, hmm, do we have it? Not really. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm, I see the 200-day moving average. That's actually a very, very bullish uh, signal when you get above that 200-day moving average. Um, I see nice accumulation coming in. A, a more accumulation than we have on the uh, distribution side, as we can see, uh, utilizing the accumulation distribution with Marcus tool. We see our weekly support and resistance levels at 13, 16, and 20. 13, 16 acting as support, 20 acting as resistance. And I mean, in my opinion, right now, PundiX. It still looks prime, especially now. We'll see how this this uh, token release program goes. We'll see if people buy in to receive the highest amount of tokens possible, or we'll see if people if there's a big sell off. So only time will tell. But um, for those that tuned in, thank you. I hope this information was useful in some way, shape, or form. And always remember, utilize stop limits. Never invest more than you can afford to lose, as this is a highly volatile market. And happy trading. Till the next video, until the next podcast, this is the Mid of Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bullet. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.